The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-size companies like yours to help manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com. Johann Schmiegel, you've got the world's highest IQ. Yes, 247. Wow. Did you know that thanks to Salesforce with Einstein AI, everyone's smarter? Now everyone's an Einstein, just like you. But I'm the smartest. Not anymore. With connected data and trusted AI, everyone can give customers experiences they've only dreamed of. Oh, look, here's a few Einsteins now. Hey, hi. Hola, amigo. Everyone's an Einstein? It's okay, Johan. Let it happen. The number one AI CRM. Now everyone's an Einstein with Salesforce. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. The 1989 film, The War of the Roses, paints a really bleak picture of divorce. In the dark comedy, a wealthy couple's marriage falls apart, and their fight over their opulent home and everything in it becomes bitter and violent. I am the one who found this house. I bought everything in it with my money. It's a lot easier to spend than it is to make it, honey bun. You might not have made it if not for me, sweet cakes. When a couple starts keeping score, there is no winning. It's only degrees of losing. The yellow areas are mine. The red areas are hers. This seems rational to you both. I got more square footage. Now, with a well-written prenuptial agreement, the Roses would have avoided this havoc. A prenuptial agreement is a safeguard against a messy divorce, and it's becoming the answer for more couples, including millennials. In a 2016 survey by the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers, three in five divorce attorneys said more clients were seeking prenups in the past three years. About half said they'd seen a spike in the number of millennials requesting the agreements. And in Silicon Valley, where entrepreneurs believe their ideas are worth billions, even those who are not wealthy want to protect the money they may have in the future. Joining me is divorce attorney Monica Maze of Seidman Bancroft. So, Monica, tell us about the experience you had with the founder of a startup years ago. So, about seven years ago, I had a client come to me. She was young, in her early 30s, getting married for the first time. She didn't have any assets, but she had an idea for a company that she had already kind of started the wheels in motion. And she was adamant that she needed a prenup to protect her her business idea, this business that she was going to build, but she hadn't yet built. So we prepared the prenup. The prenup said that this business idea and this business would be her separate property. We signed it. And then about three years ago, I was in the airport and I saw her on the cover of Forbes and now her business is worth a billion dollars. You know, at the time myself, she told me the idea of her business, and I thought it was a clever idea, but I 
didn't necessarily think it was going to be kind of the next unicorn. And sure enough, she was right. And that business now is her separate property. And so she was really smart and savvy um, and knew what she wanted and communicated that to her fiance, who was completely on board with this concept and idea. And she really ended up protecting herself pretty well. So, and they're still married, by the way. <laughs> All right, that was my next question. How did the divorce go? <laughs> Does it cause problems, though, in some marriages? Because you have an idea, but also you may put money into that idea from, you know, your joint funds. You put energy and time into it. Both partners may do that. The beauty about a prenup is it forces people to talk about all of that. We address all of that in the prenup. So they actually have to have a discussion about all of those concepts and ideas, you know, before entering into the agreement. But I think it's more problematic for couples that don't have a premarital agreement and find themselves in that situation during the marriage and resentful or unhappy. But in a prenup, we we spell all of that out. For example, in that client's prenup, we had a provision that if community funds were contributed to her business and there was a, a divorce, the community would be reimbursed. So we address all of that in the premarital agreement so so that people don't find themselves in that situation. It used to be that you thought of prenups for people who were established and had a lot of assets or people who are going to inherit. Do you see a change? Do you see more millennials with nothing wanting a prenup? I do. And I think that might be a virtue of where I practice. You know, I practice in the Bay Area. Many of my clients are San Francisco, Silicon Valley. And I noticed two things. One, the millennials, the prenup seems, you know, not taboo to them. They don't seem to have a problem bringing it up to their fiance or discussing it. Maybe that's become prenups have become more talked about in the media, celebrity prenups, and but it's not a foreign concept to them and they don't seem offended by it. They're more open to this idea that we're going to have a contract that we get to choose the terms of that dictate um, what's going to happen during our marriage and our divorce. There doesn't seem to be much stigma to it as there was 15 years ago. And secondly, they just seem to be more savvy about protecting their assets and just more financially savvy. And that just could be a result of that type of information being more readily available to people online. You know, it could be because a lot of these millennials are coming out of divorced families and they want to make sure that they don't go through a nasty divorce should things end up heading that way. But they're very open to the idea and they are pretty educated about what prenups do and that they exist. It just seems like, well, yeah, of course we're going to get a prenup. Did you ever have an engagement fall apart because of disputes over a prenup? Yes, I have. I have had one that fell apart during the negotiations of the prenup. And I think that my client is very happy that it did fall apart and that she didn't go through with it because, you know, I think it really brings things to the forefront, right? And it shows people's true colors. So they ended up not only not getting married, but ending their relationship. But my client was very grateful for the experience and having that happen. Face it, your business is unique. It faces challenges and risks that are specific to your industry and to the skills you and your team bring to every challenge. You need experienced insurance professionals. The Hartford accepts the challenge. The Hartford understands that protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can help provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-sized companies like yours to easily manage risk. 
from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. With experience in underwriting, risk engineering services, and claims, the Hartford faces any challenge to deliver innovative, customizable solutions that your industry and your unique company demand. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com. Johann Schmiegel, you've got the world's highest IQ. Yes, 247. Wow. Did you know that thanks to Salesforce with Einstein AI, everyone's smarter? Now everyone's an Einstein, just like you. But I'm the smartest. Not anymore. With connected data and trusted AI, everyone can give customers experiences they've only dreamed of. Oh, look, here's a few Einsteins now. Hey, hi. Hola, amigo. Everyone's an Einstein? It's okay, Johan. Let it happen. The number one AI CRM. Now everyone's an Einstein with Salesforce. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Before they got married. So under what circumstances can you contest a prenup? So in California, it's really if there's undue influence. At the time that someone signed the prenup, they were being pressured to sign it, or they didn't understand what they were signing, although that's less common. It's more common the claim of, you know, I was, I was pressured, I was being yelled at at home during the negotiations. You know, we had invited 300 people to the wedding. I didn't want to back out. More of those types of arguments. And I think the second most common is that the terms of the uh, agreement at the time someone seeking to enforce them are unfair. So in California, the standard is if at the time someone seeking to enforce the prenup or at the time of the divorce, if the prenup or any of its terms are unconscionable, the court does not have to follow them. It's got to be something that's a pretty extreme example. You know, I I had a, a client who waived spousal support, but um, at the time of the divorce or around the time of the divorce, she had been diagnosed with breast cancer. There were going to be a lot of uncovered medical bills, and her share of the community probably wasn't going to be enough to last her through her lifetime and pay the uncovered medical. So obviously in that situation, the court found that the spousal support waiver wouldn't wouldn't be fair, and they they did award her some support, um, mainly to cover her uncovered medical. So there's exceptions. But, you know, in California, to have a valid prenup, each person has to be independently represented by an attorney. So I'm finding that these prenups are getting invalidated less and less. You know, people have counsel, they're well-drafted, they're well-advised, things are well-documented, emails, text messages about the negotiations. You know, we're very careful to preserve our file to show all of the back and forth and the tone of the negotiation. So I'm not seeing a lot of these agreements being invalidated. In California, if you do not have a prenup, is it community property, half and half? How does it work? It is. So California is a community property state. And I always tell people, if you 
if you don't have a prenup, you know, California basically has one for you, and it's called the family code. <laughs> and everything that you earn or acquire during the marriage is community property, and it's split 50-50. So venture capital firms often demand that the founders, husbands, and wives sign spousal consent forms. Explain what that is. And the partnership agreement for venture capital firms, they're putting in spousal waivers into their corporate documents. So the spousal waivers and the corporate documents are interesting. They typically say that the spouse is waiving any ability to become an active partner in the business. And these spousal waivers really started in the corporate documents to protect against the scenario where the partner spouse passes away and and they don't want their surviving spouse trying to take over and actually be part of the business. So a lot of times the spousal waivers will not apply in a divorce situation, and they only say that the non-partner spouse won't have any voting rights or, you know, won't have any right to run the business. But what they don't say is they don't say that the non-partner spouse has no community interest. So I have not seen a a spousal waiver in a corporate document yet that would waive the non-partner spouse's community interest. And there would be an argument that if the non-partner spouse signed that waiver without counsel advising her that it wasn't valid, even if it was worded in the way that waived her community interest. Are these spousal waivers, are they something new or have they been around for a while? They've been around for a while. People just, you know, really weren't focused on them or talking about them, and they weren't asserting them in a divorce context. So... Yes, they have been around, and, you know, I've seen them the last 17, 18 years, not in all corporate documents, but in a fair amount. There have been some high-profile divorces in recent years, like Google co-founder Sergey Brin, that seem to have gone off smoothly or without much fanfare. Is that because of well-written prenups? It is. You know, the prenup is like a roadmap in a divorce. So if a client comes to me and they're divorcing and they have a prenup, You know, unless someone is contesting it, the prenup tells us what we're supposed to do as divorce attorneys to split up this estate. You know, it saves everyone a lot of money and possibly years of their life in a messy divorce. Thanks for being on Bloomberg Law, Monica. That's Monica Mazze of Seidman Bancroft. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-size companies like yours to help manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com. Meet Gary. Gary's about to become an Einstein in an instant. Whoa, Einstein hair. I like it. That's right, Gary, because you're using Salesforce powered by Einstein AI to connect data, predict business trends, generate personalized content, and wow customers. I do feel a lot smarter. Because you're not just Gary anymore. You're Gary, empowered by Einstein AI. Did you hear that, team? I'm an Einstein. Oh, can I get a selfie? The number one AI CRM. Now everyone's an Einstein with Salesforce.
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.